So the last thing that we had seen in the Chavis Havavis, in this third section, this third area of having Bitochen, is when a person has to ask a favor from somebody else. Someone that he needs to come on to, someone that is higher than him, in a higher position. And he gave us this perspective. We have to do our asking, that's the Hishtadlus, and the outcome, as everything in this Sefer that we've been learning, is all Bigzeras Habayre. It's like uh, planting a seed in the ground. Whether it will come out has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with that person, it has to do with the Bayre Yolam. So, so too, when we have to go into the boss and ask him for a raise, that's an example of someone who's someone who's higher up in a higher position, we have to ask the person for a raise, that's the Ishtadlus. And before we go in, after we go in, that's with Mispala to the Abishta, that if indeed I'm worthy of it being successful, it will be successful. And that's why the first thanks goes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the second thanks goes to the person. Now, we switch to the table, switch to the tables. And that is when someone is asking us for a favor. V'chein. That's what we're holding here. V'chein mivakish mimenu. So too, if somebody asks from us a favor. Mishalamale mimenu. Someone who even who is, who is higher up, but yet needs our help. Oishalamate mimenu. Or... He's lower than us, less capable than us. And he's asking something, chayfetz. He's asking some sort of favor for some item that he needs. Says the Chavis above us, what should a person do? Well, the first approach is that he should try to do so. Someone asks us for a favor, small or big. The first mindset in terms of the reaction a person should have in mind is not should I do it, but could I do it? It's a good it's a good slogan. Someone asks us for a favor, says the Chavis of others, a person should attempt to do it with all his art. So not, let me think in my mind, should I do this favor or not? But rather, could I do this favor? Should? Of course I should. Only question is, could I? Do I have the time? Is it at someone else's expense? Am I able to do it? Is there someone more capable than I am? That should be the mindset. He's trying to do it He's trying to stay focused on this favor. If he's someone who's capable of doing it. There's a few conditions over here, the Chavis Avavis, interestingly. First of all, I have to be capable of being able to perform this act of chesed. And and he is worthy of being a recipient of this. In other words, maybe it has to be something that's appropriate for him, something that's good for him. You know, if he asks me for, uh, if he asks me to get him a glass of wine, and I know it's going to, uh, going to feed his addiction, then it wouldn't be a good thing to do, right? Or as someone who's stopping to smoke and he asks me for a cigarette, right? So it has to be someone who it's appropriate to do this favor for him. So a person, the, the person being asked, should try with all his heart, focus on it, and try to do it for him. Then, whether I'm going to be able to carry out this favor for somebody else who just asked me for that, 
someone who is above me, someone who is below me, someone who is typically stronger or more able to do things, but in this case he needs my help, or someone who is less capable, if I'm able to do it, I should right away say, I could do it. I'll try. Whether I will come to fruition, whether I'll be able to actually complete this chesed for him, I have to be talking to Hashem, if Hashem will see to it. And if the favor gets filled through this person, and Hashem has made this person the vehicle for the good and benefit of somebody else, then in other words, Shimon asks Ruvain for a favor. Ruvain should say, I would like to do this for you. Let me see if I can get this done for you. He's going to try to make certain phone calls for him. He's going to try to go to a certain place for him. And what Ruvain's perspective is not, well, I probably could do it, or I'm not sure if I could do it. He has to just put his focus and his life into it. Whether it will be successful, he has to be talking to Hashem whether it will be successful or not. And if Hashem indeed made him the vehicle to be able to help somebody else, he helped because he was a shadchan, he helped because he helped him find a job, he helped, he helped him find an apartment. He helped simply, he was able to, to give one of his kids a ride. So many, so many, so many things that we're able to do for other people. And if Yashlimeyu indeed, if Ruvay was able to help out Shimon, he has to think the perspective is Hashem has made him the vehicle to help somebody else. What should Ruvain do? He should thank Hashem that he was able to perform a mitzvah of Kamilas Chasadim, He was able to be a giver and not the one who was taking. So many things to thank Hashem for. But let's say it's held back. He makes an attempt. He tries. Tries to put in a phone call. Tries to put in a good word for somebody. Tries to get somebody something. Comes up shorthanded. He's not capable of doing it. He's not able to. This too. People fall into this trap very often. And that's where a person should know. He should look at himself in the mirror and say, Oh, I see I just failed once again with Bitaken. Person tries again. Ruvain's trying to help out Shimon. And he thinks, oh, I should be able to do this. You know, It should be easy enough. I have connections. I'm able to do it. I've done it before. I'm going to try to help him out. And he comes up shorthanded. He's not able to do it. Al Yashim Navsha. He should not blame himself. And oftentimes we find ourselves and we hear other people saying this. Ah, I'm so sorry I wasn't able to do it. I'm so sorry I'm able to do it. What does that mean? It really means that I should have been more capable. I should have tried harder. I, I, I messed up. It's not true. Al Yashim Navsha. The person should not blame himself. The reason why it didn't happen is because Hashem didn't want it to happen. Now, if he means, I'm sorry I wasn't able to do it, meaning I'm sorry I wasn't able to be the vehicle to help you out because Hashem didn't allow it, oh, and then that's the correct approach. Al Yashim Navji shouldn't blame himself. He should tell his friend, inform him, He does have to inform him. He says, listen, I did try. I tried my best. I put in my my best effort I was able to, to try to help you out, and it didn't come to fruition. But he should not blame himself. 
No different than the doctor who tries to perform an operation on the patient, like we mentioned this uh, a different time. If he's successful in healing the person, he shouldn't take the credit. And if he's not able to heal the person, he's not able to make the person better, he shouldn't take the blame. He should not blame himself. That's what Chavis is saying over here. That is the perspective. Since the outcome is only dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so whether I'm going to be successful in helping my friend or not, is not really dependent on me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu could use me as a vehicle or could not. And finally, in this section, one last point says the Chavis Avavis. Here, how do we deal with our enemies, those who are jealous of us, those who seek to harm us, those who seek to, to hope that we fail in life? How do we deal with those enemies? Person, once again, has to be talking on all of these matters on a Baruch he should tolerate the cherpa, the shame that they throw his way. And he should not repay them back like their deeds. Don't pay back one shameful comment with another shameful comment. And really, here sort of is backhandedly saying this should be the approach. Really, the Gemara tells us in a few places, we mentioned this Chazal before, that someone who hears shameful comments, someone who's told an insult, they don't insult back. They hear they hear a shameful, embarrassing comment. Not only do they not respond an insult, they don't respond at all. The third highest level, not only that, he's happy with the Yesur and the suffering that he has to endure, oh, that's already a tremendous madrega. So this is sort of the middle madrega. He hears the insult and he doesn't say anything back. The Baal Bitochen doesn't respond, doesn't try to shame back. More than that, he repays the enemy, he repays the one who insulted him with chesed. Really, these are psukim in the Torah. It says, Right? You can't hold, bear a grudge. You can't take revenge. You can't have, any, have, had, have hatred, harbor any hatred in, in your heart. Not only that, you have to love him. The Mashkiach used to depict the whole scene that you have Ruvain is moving down the block from his house. He moved into a new house down the block. And he doesn't want to hire a moving company. He's just going to move the stuff down the block. Now his friend has a happens to have a pickup truck. So he said it would be so easy to just load everything into the pickup truck and, and get in that. So, he says, Shimon, you know, could I, uh, maybe I could borrow your pickup truck just for the day? It's a Sunday, you're not going to work anyway. 
I want to use it for a few hours. And Shimon, no, I, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I mean, just for, just for a few, I'd rather not. Okay, he has no choice. So he's schlepping the things himself. So he has, he has an old uh, stroller. And many things just putting in the stroller, back and forth, back and forth. It's a summer day in Chaydeshav, like today, 97 degrees, back and forth the whole day. He's sweating in, schlepping all this stuff. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees Shimon is sitting on his porch as he's passing by. One trip, another trip, another trip. 25 trips later, he's exhausted and goes to sleep for the night. Yeah. He's he's woken about a few few minutes later. He's woken. Who is it? It's Shimon. And Shimon says, Hey, Ruben, you know, I just noticed that you have this stroller that you're using. You know, it happens to me. My grandchildren are coming later in the week. And, uh, you know, my kids don't want to schlep that stroller. You think I could borrow your stroller just for the couple of days that my grandchildren can... So let's not even think of the words that would come out of our mouths <laughs> to respond to Shimon's request. But the Torah says, don't bear a grudge, don't take revenge, don't hate him. Because Ani Hashem, because Ani Hashem, that's the whole answer to everything. The whole answer to everything is because Ani Hashem. And Kodesh expects a person to get to the level of Bitochen that he knows Ani Hashem. Hashem says, I'm the one controlling everything. I'm the one who said he should say no. He'll, he'll get his own uh, punishment why he didn't give in to this chesed. Such an easy chesed to do. That's his own cheshbon. But Hashem didn't want me to have that truck. Who knows? Maybe it would have broken down and I would have been chayef. Who knows why Hashem didn't want me to have the truck. He didn't want me to have it. And yet, he's putting the person up to the, to the task, to the test. Will he now respond in kind or will he give in? The Vilna Gain writes in the Sabbath of the Vilna Gain says, we're in the Yana The Gemara tells us we know in Yuma, Sheni Aman Why was the second base of this destroyed for Sinaschinam? The Vilnagain, in an ingenious way, he brings from Chazal that there were three Averis that were done in the first base of Middash, Gili the three cardinal sins. The second base of Middash, one Aver, Sinaschinam. And he brings from Chazal that this is represented by the four animals that we are that are described in Parsha Shmini and Parsha Re'ei that are non-kosher because they have only one of two simonei tara, one of two kosher simonim. What are the three? There's the Shafan, the Arneves, and the Gomel. All three of those are Malagera, but they don't have split hooves. Then the Esha Chazir, the final one, the Chazir, it does not chew its cud, but it has split hooves. Says the Vilna Gain, the first three are referring to the first base on Migdosh. That's why there's three of them, because there were three Averis. The second one is referring to the second base on Migdosh, because there was one Avera, one major sin that caused the destruction of the second base on Migdosh. Sin Aschinam, the Chazir. What does one have to do with the other? How do these animals represent that? Says the Vilna Gain, the Gemara says that the first three were not as bad. The proof is, you see, the Beis Amidus was rebuilt. 
within 70 years. The second one was much worse because it's been already almost 2,000 years hasn't been rebuilt. Says the Gemara, the first base of English, the Yidn in the first base of English, they had Bitochen and the second base of English not. The first base of English, their Chatoim were out on the outside. It was clear they didn't have split hooves. They weren't kosher on the outside. But inside, in their lave, they were malagera. They chewed. They chewed its cut. It was that had be talking in their heart. In other words, to, to, to get it from that perspective, they weren't jealous of one another. They had terrible tivus that certainly had the desires that they couldn't control. They liked money. They even killed somebody for money. But it's not because they had something against the person. It's just they couldn't hold back from taking his money. That's the first base of English. The second base of English externally looked like everybody was nice, everybody was fine. But inside, the sinner was inside. They had sinners chinam. They had hatred towards other people. Why was it sinners chinam, says the Vilna Gain? Because they lacked bitochen. Had they had bitochen, then Ani Hashem. If they had the bitochen, then Hashem controls everything. Hashem was the one who decided you're not going to get that pickup truck to move all your stuff. Then it's chinam. It's for naught that you're hating this person. That's what Sinas Chinam was based on, because they lacked Bitochen. He explains that all to the Gemara. And that's what it is over here, and that's what the Chavazuva says, really, someone who has Bitochen, someone who doesn't, he's not, he's not going to live up to this expectation. But someone who has Bitochen, he'll be soyable the Cherba, he won't pay back. Yigmalein Chesed, he'll pay back with kindness. He'll do whatever he could for the good of that person. He'll remember in his heart, any benefit, any harm that is coming to him is biyad habayre yisale. Anything that comes from him, these are just they're just vehicles, they're just actors on the stage. But who wrote the script? That's Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Vim and if they were the vehicle to cause him harm, to not do his favor to him, yachshav aleim he should think good about them. V'yachshav es he should suspect himself for my serve and his own deeds. Maybe my deeds had preceded my evil ways. Hashem says, therefore, I deserve some punishment now. How does he deal with his enemies now? Obviously, if I have enemies and they're doing things wrong to me, they're, they're doing evil to me, must be I have a virus. So ask Hashem, let it be a kapora. And then when Hashem listens to my tefillah to be mechapa me'averos, yeshuvu oivav All of a sudden, my enemies will turn into my greatest friends. When a person does the what Hashem wants, Hashem's rotsen, Hashem's derech, gam oivav yashlemitoi. Even his enemies will make up with him. A good tenacht.